Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. DeMarco is in for Sedano. But at U-N-E-E-Q underscore, mm-hmm. Laura is okay. ready to roll with what you need to know. Yes, please follow me, Unique, U-N-E-E-Q underscore. I almost messed up my own name, okay? <laughs> On Instagram and Twitter, give your girl a follow. I would really appreciate that. But, you know, we were talking about big chains the other day, my friend and I, and I came across a big chain of, a big pizza chain. I won't say the name. Oh, I thought you were talking about like necklaces. That's what I thought. Like oh. big rope chains. Big no, chains. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, look at y'all going all fancy and fancy on me. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. But anyways, so this big corp, okay, I'll say corporation, um, was par- participated in what I thought was really cool. So what they did is they partnered with small businesses around the area. Okay, so these are, it was Denver, Louisville, Phoenix, Laredo, and Boston, I would love for LA to do this, by the way. Just shout out to that place. They purchased over $100,000 worth of $50 gift cards. And when you use that local business to order for that pizza chain, you would get that $50 gift card. So you're enticing the community to support the local business. And in return, they didn't have to pay for a Postmates and Uber Eats or what's the other one? Uh, DoorDash, so they wouldn't have to pay those huge fees to deliver their pizza, and they were supporting uh, their mom and pop shops, and I thought that was really cool. Wow. I'm big on that. I love that. your local stuff. Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Especially because a lot of these places closed during the pandemic, or, you know, they're struggling just to keep themselves open, so for a big company to be able to do that and say, you know what, let's have a win-win here. I, you know, I get a gift card, people use it, they support your restaurant, right. but they're also supporting me, and I'm getting a break on not paying these fees. Wow. Like, it's a win-win for everybody. I have not to admit, here in L.A., though, like you said, not yet. It's not in L.A. yet. They didn't do it. They did it in five other cities, but I really feel like here in L.A., they have there's so many uh, good mom-and-pop shops yeah. that would really benefit from this. So you caught me, though, like I got a little hung up in this thing because sometimes when you say words that I think of are just words in English, but Mm -hmm. then you put a little Spanish (laughs) twang on them, you know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Like Like, you said, Laredo. Yeah, Laredo. Laredo. But then you had another town that I was like, wait, where's that? Because you made that sound as white as I am. What other town did you mention? Louisville. Louisville. Well, you can't. Didn't put, I say that? You can't yeah. put twang on that. Can no, no. But, it's but Louisville. I, that's, oh my uh, bad. My B. Hold on. My, my B. B. Nice. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> I messed I was, up all the time, and I love when people like. I love that Cap caught that because I totally just read that. Like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Wait, but you know it's funny. If it were the other way around, like you know. Cap Cap would he'd probably say it wrong, and we would all make fun of him. So yeah, him calling you out for it, it's just as well, it. right? Yeah, well, I, just, I, love I just liked I just liked that it was the first you got the Laredo, you know. Well, it's like, like some, I mean, like there's no way I can say like me as a Latina. Like there's certain cities that I can't like Montebello. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say Montebello. I'm not gonna be like Montebello. Right. You know, I'm not gonna say I would San know Pedro. What city you were talking about? Yeah, go ahead. You know, San Pedro. It's like San Pedro. Like, okay, there's certain know. cities or, that people, like, change it up. Or other words. I'll give you an example. Um, I want to I get into, because we, we talked about Taylor Horton Tucker 
having a positive COVID test and the Lakers having to shut down their facility. Well, same thing with Odell Beckham. And so the Rams had to shut down their facility. And by the way, it's not just Odell, but I'll get to it in a second. But for example, I had the Pfizer, okay? Um, there's the Johnson and Johnson, but what's the name uh, uh, the of, of the third company? The Moderna. Third, Moderna. Moderna, but not Moderna, because when Laura says it, she actually makes it into a Spanish word. It's Moderna. It's, it's Moderna. <laughs> it's Moderna. You know? And I, it's it's modern. I, That's what it means in Spanish. Moderna I just, thought, modern. I just thought Moderna was like the name of some pharmaceutical company. I didn't even know it was wow. a Spanish word. Moderna. Yeah, Moderna is like... It's, it means modern, like always modern, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I have a theory. Anybody who can't do that is like telling people you can't dance. Like you have no rhythm. You can't do that. You know what I mean? I always See? like it when <laughs> she stopped. <laughs> I always like it when the newscasters do that. You know, they're speaking in English, and then all of a sudden, a word comes up that might be in Spanish, and they change it oh, into yeah. Spanish. I would love when you do that. Laura, you can be so. Brian Kelly and have a Southern accent all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about that? No, like I, look for me, it's I've I'm always this is my soapbox, so I always say representation matters. So I'm yeah. gonna say it the way that I feel like. I like you know it. what I mean? And like, there is a journalist that used to get so much grief. Maria Antonieta Collins, like she would say things in Spanish and like, you know, read an, uh, a player's, you know, name correctly, not like Urias, you know, it's Urias mm, right. or like a, a city, San Pedro. Like that's what we would say if we would see it. So she would always get grief, you know, when she would do things in English for saying that. And it's like, why? Like she's, a, she's uh. Mexican, Spanish speaking, like she's going to say it and pronounce it how we would. Can I ask one I'm- more question? Is Sepulveda pronounced differently to you? Sepulveda. Okay. Okay. That's close. No, but I actually do say Sepulveda. Okay. By the way, hey, hey, my friends from South Africa, you know how they say it? How? Sepulveda. Sepulveda? Yeah. Well, that's how it's spelled. That <laughs> right, sounds like right. that sounds like Siri. <laughs> Siri mispronouncing street names. <laughs> wow. Siri, Siri yes. pronounces my friend Lupita's name. She says Lupita. Lupita. Yes. So funny. I was gonna say that when Lindsay said that, when I say like Siri, call so and so, right? Like it'll say like if I call Briones, right? Jorge Briones, it'll say. Briones. And I'm like, what? Or like, it'll say it's so weird. Wow. I'm like, get it together, Siri. Wow. We need to like bilingual your butt a little well, bit. I love the way you said Loreto. And then you said Louisville. I was like, okay, I got to. I gotta, okay, that was my B. Oh, my B. I love it. Hey, listen, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, DeMarco, we, we've kind of talked about the Rams, the win. We've looked at the schedule. But you see now, here's a whole other factor that we haven't thrown into what's going to happen the rest of the way as we see certain NBA teams having to shut down mm. or NFL, the, the NFL with all these COVID cases. Today, the Cleveland Browns, eight cases. But it's hitting home for the Rams. Not only did they lose five guys for last night, which makes that win that much greater of a victory, but today, this is I'm confused by this story. So Odell Beckham yes. now has a positive test. But wait a second. Tyler Higby, who couldn't play last night, today he's reactivated because I don't know, guys. I'm 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 having a hard time kind of following the who can and who can't and who's got it and who doesn't and who's vaxxed and who isn't. The Odell thing kind of got me today. What what'd you think about that? I wish I could provide clarity on that, but I don't understand. A lot of people don't understand. The players don't really get it. Um you, you, did you see Jalen Ramsey's response? To, to being benched. I mean, he no. tweeted out, I mean, this is some blankety blank. You know, 
starts with a B. Yeah. Uh, so they don't get it. They don't understand it. Yeah, um, but this is the world we live in, and you have to be able to protect everyone. The, the last thing you want is an outbreak, uh, and the last thing you want is for somebody to really get sick. So uh, you have to err on the side of caution, even if that means costing teams games or costing them players that could cost you games. That's just – that's the world we live in. Uh, this is, without a doubt, the most unpredictable era of football we've ever been in. Ever. You have no idea what could happen from, from one day to the next, from one week to the next. Right. Like, I literally think I've got a grasp on the league. And going into yesterday's game, I said this to you earlier, even if the Rams were at full strength, given the way the Rams had performed prior to the Jaguar game, you know, they lost at Green Bay. They, they lost at San Francisco really badly. They lost at home against the Titans. And when you lose to three quality teams, but your wins in the previous three weeks were against the lowly Texans, the brutal Lions, the horrible Giants, you're thinking to yourself, well, they can beat the teams that stink, but they can't beat the teams that are good or even decent. So that's why last night, even at full strength, I thought the Rams were going to lose the game. Once they had all these guys miss the game, Higby and Havenstein and Jalen Ramsey, once these guys were ruled out, I'm like, they're going to get smoked. Yeah. I, I think last night was one of the greatest heart performances of the entire Sean McVay era. I 100% agree, I, except for the part where at full strength. I thought the, the Rams would play, definitely play better than they did the first time. And look, with Tennessee, with San Francisco, and with Green Bay, uh, you were dealing with a lot. Remember, you lost Robert Woods. Uh, that was your heart and soul. You just brought in Von Miller. Uh, you just brought in OBJ. So you kind of let your focus go to the other side for three straight weeks, and you got hammered for it. So I think this team has finally gotten back on track. I think they're finally starting to play as a team again. Like, Odell Beckham Jr. is now a part of this team. Von Miller is now a part of this team. Before, they were outsiders coming in looking for – uh, a role and 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 a, and a part on this football team. Now everyone knows their roles and they're starting to perform like it. So, in a rematch with all three of those teams, I bet those three games would go different. Outside of Green Bay, Tennessee would go different. Hopefully, San Francisco goes different the next time you see them. Green Bay, uh, that might be tough because of Rodgers. But two of those three teams, I'm confident you can beat if you played them again. You know, you're talking about Odell Beckham, and and again, you for almost those of beat you, Tennessee. You yeah, did, right, yeah, right. <laughs> You know, you think about Odell Beckham, and I, I said this earlier to you, but when he was first signed by the Rams, I, honestly, I didn't like the move at all. I, I perceived him as being a selfish player that rather than grinding it out and being there for his teammates, he found a way to get out and, and you know, leave his teammates. And so I had a bad taste in my mouth yeah. for Odell Beckham. But what I got to say is, is that obviously nobody knew that Robert Woods was going to get hurt when they signed him. But what he's done here in the last few weeks, he's been productive. He has scored. Um, he has been professional. And what I, I remember thinking, well, he's not going to come in and be the number one. Cooper Cup's the number one. 13 oh, yeah. catches last night, 123 yards. But Odell, as the number two, six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown – and then throw Van Jefferson into it, two catches, 58 yards, and a score. I mean, that's what you want. That's that's a core, a wide receiver core, rather than about one diva personality. And I feel like Odell has has been very professional. I'm just disappointed to find out, nothing he can control, that now he's got COVID or a positive COVID test, and who knows what that means oh, for man. the rest of the season, or at least this upcoming week. I, you know, he's bought into the we, not me. 
Uh, I think that's just a part of being in that room. I think that's a part of playing with Cooper Cup because he is so unselfish. Uh, there's no room for for egos when you have when you're playing with a guy that's that's that good and he's willing to go all out when the when the play is not for him when it's for you. He runs just as hard on a route that's designed for him as he would on a clear out. So he makes you play better in that regard. But yeah, man, I mean that stinks. Uh, I, I think Odell Beckham Jr. has finally found his niche within the offense. You saw that slant uh, on the one-yard line? Yep. I mean, that was like a, that, like an and one mixtape. Absolutely broke the guy's ankles. And you can tell the corner was playing for the fade. He was so worried about Odell Beckham Jr. going on that fade route that he gave up the slant. Now, that can happen every single time you hit the goal line. You haven't had a goal line threat at receiver since Sammy Watkins was here. That changes your <laughs> offense. That changes your red zone offense. But – like you said, the one thing you can't control in this age is COVID. Uh, it's it's a shame. So you may be down one of your best players in Odell Beckham Jr. just when he was starting to blossom under in this offense. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to follow. You know that Tyler Higby would be out last night, but today he's reinstated. So you got to really keep up on all this stuff because it's it literally is a fluid, yeah. daily moving situation hey i want to remind everybody if your car is due for service you need to head into your valvoline instant oil change home of the 15 minute drive through oil change you know for over 30 years valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you you don't have to drag your kids into some dirty waiting room at valvoline you actually stay in your car you're safe the expert technicians they make sure your ride is in peak performance oil changes tire rotations transmission transmission care and so much more just pull up drive in drive out takes 15 minutes visit socaloilchange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off your next valvoline instant oil change so take care of your car because it's wet and it's cold and it's nasty out there and karen k is going to give us a traffic update right now and then coming back demarco i got to run something by i have a major pizza dilemma in my life and i could use your help now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Well, you heard Santa Slee come down the chimney, and we have caller number seven standing by. DeMarco, this is Ashley De Silva from Norwalk. Ashley, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks so much for listening, especially during the commercials and hearing that cue to call. So the question is, Ashley, do you want to pick the Travis and Sliwa box, the Mason and Ireland box, or <clears throat> the Sedano and Cap box, what do you say, Ashley? I'll pick the Sedano and Cat box. Well, congratulations, Ashley De Silva from Norwalk. You're our latest winner in the 710 12 Days of Christmas. Um, how do you feel about going into the suite in SoFi Stadium for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? I feel very excited. I've been wanting to go to the SoFi Stadium, so I'm kind of excited. Thank you so much. Well, hey, happy holidays to you and your family. Keep listening for Santa Slee to come down the chimney for your chance to win. There you go. There you have it. Santa Slee's coming to town. DeMarco, we were talking earlier today to Kurt Warner, and for those of you that missed that interview, you can always go back to the Sedano and Cap podcast. It is the number two podcast in all of L.A. sports. 
We are trailing by just single digits now behind the Mason and Ireland podcast. So we're catching up Uh and we're about to take over number one. But we were talking about Kurt Warner having a movie about his life. How would you like to have a bowl game with your name on it like Jimmy Kimmel? Ooh, if I had a choice, a bowl game or a movie. Wow. A bowl. I think, you know, a movie would be cool, but a bowl game, that that's like forever. Every year, they're, they're, every year you, you'll have a game named after you. That's awesome. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Wow. What do you get for winning? You get Jimmy Kimmel? You know, that's a good question. I wonder if, if what you get for winning is an appearance on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Ooh. See, that's fun. But, wow, Kurt's got a movie, though. See, a movie, once it's made and released, it's there forever. Whereas if the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, if somebody all of a sudden decides to come in with a lot of money for title sponsorship... I mean, Jimmy could just be sent back to late night TV, no bowl game. You're right. I'll take the movie. You changed my (laughs) mind. You're right. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) From what I understand, I've never met Jimmy Kimmel, but from what I'm told from people that know him that I know, they're like, dude, he is the most down-to-earth, real, regular guy, and he's losing his mind that he actually has a bowl game named after him, which I think is super cool that he's not so desensitized to fame and fortune that he actually thinks it's really cool. Oh, losing his mind like it's cool. Oh, okay, great, great. I thought you meant like losing his mind, he's stressing over it. No, no. No, he's, he's having he's fun with it. Loving it. Oh, that's great, yeah. Yeah. Who's playing I, in the game again? It's Utah State against, oh gosh, I just heard or, it. One of the Oregon yeah, schools? Oregon, is it Oregon State? Oh, Somebody it's my daughter's school. You know fact what? check I might, me. I might be at that game. If it's Oregon State. It is. um, It's Utah State for sure. They won the Mountain West Conference. Saturday, December 18th. It's Utah State versus Oregon State. Oregon State. That's my daughter's school. I might be there. Absolutely. Very nice. Gosh, I was really hoping for UCLA versus San Diego State in that game. Yeah. And uh, Utah State ruined the San Diego State part of it, and UCLA went somewhere else to some other bowl game. So, um, yeah, but anyway, listen, that's really cool, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. And uh, congratulations to Ashley, who's going to be in a suite. DeMarco, I have hey, a- I want I, I want to ask you guys really quick yeah. if you're talking on the subject of bowl games. Yeah. So Ohio State, you know, the big fan that I am, yeah. is playing in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I remember they played in the Rose Bowl last year, but I was back in Ohio for the holidays. This year I'm going to be home. My dad was like, you got to go to the Rose Bowl and watch Ohio State play there if you can. Like, it's an experience like nothing else. Is mm-hmm. he right? Like, do I need to do that? Yes. I played in three. You have to go. If your okay. school is in it, you have to go to the Rose Bowl. You have to go support. Okay. It's awesome. All right. All right. Yeah. I plan I've to. Only, I've only been to two Rose Bowls. I saw Ohio State play Miami, and I saw the Texas-USC game. You know, the Vince Young, yeah. Reggie oh, Bush football what a game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the greatest game. You know, great, probably one of the best college football games I've ever seen, you know, as a fan for sure. Um, but, yeah, you should go to the Rose Bowl. In fact, Lindsay, just to, to – this is a whole different point here, but, DeMarco, you'll love this. You ready? Yeah. So uh, my school, University of Pittsburgh, we won the Atlantic Coast Conference. We had a quarterback who's, you know, an All-American, and he was a Heisman finalist, even though shout-out to this quarterback from Alabama, that guy, Bryce Young, that guy's wow. from Southern California, from the L.A. area, and he was the Heisman Trophy winner this past Saturday. But a bunch of my college teammates decided to get a suite in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl. So my buddy, a guy by the name of Reuben Brown, you may remember his oh, playing yeah. career. Rube. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had he was like a nine-time All-Pro with the Buffalo Bills. I've got he I've got some scars from him, permanent would, scars. Yeah, I, I would expect <laughs> you guys would have gone at it several times in your career. Um, he got a suite in Atlanta, 
And then all my buddies were like, dude, we got to go. So I got a friend named Kevin Leon who lives in Orange. He was our punter. He's going. My friend Lawson Malika, I'm shouting out my guys. He lives in Huntington Beach. We're all flying from LAX down to Atlanta. And when we get there, Lindsay, you'll love this. My buddy Matt Bloom, who used to be the A-Train, who now runs the NXT Wrestling School, he's coming in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My buddy Doug Whaley, who used to be the general manager of the Bills, he's coming in. I mean, before you knew it, it was turned into a full-on family reunion. And DeMarco, I'm the kind of guy that's like, eh, I can't go. What? I got kids. I got stuff. It costs a lot of money. Like I just, like I find every excuse not to go. And my friends were like, dude, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance for you and your former buddies, your college teammates, who probably haven't been together in a group like this for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. Yes. What do you think? Yeah, you have to go. You'll regret that if you don't go. You absolutely will. When, when you're in the nursing home at some point, you'll think back to this if you don't go and wish you would have. You have to go to this. So I These did are your it. guys. I, yeah. Yeah. These are my guys. So I booked a flight. Has anybody seen what it costs to fly nowadays? Like, all of a sudden, the flights are out of control expensive. I think mm. that you're just looking in the long place, wrong place. Because yeah. as we said last time, when you spent like $400 to go to Vegas, Crazy. just drive your lazy butt. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, yeah, I got four. Four and fifty dollar round trips to Las Vegas. Wow. I mean, you're looking in the wrong places, or you just need to drive up to LAX. Well, I am driving up to LAX. Okay, so Cap, I, I'm gonna ha I'm gonna help you. We we'll yeah. talk after okay. the show yeah. because this is ridiculous. Go, okay, go, yeah, go this is crazy. Guys, man. Absolutely. All I can tell you is this: I booked a flight. I'm flying from LAX to Atlanta. I booked a hotel room at the same hotel that all the guys wanted to stay at. Okay, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the money. I don't care about having to take time off from work. My kids are going to have to fend for themselves for three days. You know what? I'm going in on Wednesday. I'm going to the game on Thursday, and I'm turning around. I'm flying back on New Year's Eve on Friday because exactly what you're saying, DeMarco, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get together with your old college teammates at a bowl game and have a great time. When are you going to get these this group of guys together again like this? You, I, know? you, you might not. You probably won't. That's the thing. You got to go. Uh, I just saw that thing on Disney Channel with Will Smith, right? He's 51 years old. He's, you know, he's he's scaling volcanoes. He he went to the bottom of the ocean in one of these submersibles. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to do stuff for your own personal growth. And going back and seeing your guys is part of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you think that because uh, I was one of those guys that was trying to talk myself out of doing it. And a bunch of friends of mine were like, no, dude, this is once in a lifetime. You go do this. So then I started calling all my buddies. I'm like, hey, you got to come. So I started putting it to everybody else. And they were doing the same thing. Ah, I don't know. I got kids. It's the holidays. It's expense. I'm like, no, we're going. And so I'm pretty excited about it. So, nice. Lindsay, you should go to the Rose Bowl. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. Is it like one of those things where I have to be an alumni? Because I'm not, but most of my family is. And I feel like I could probably... We'll probably have to go through that yeah. and get tickets. No. Just go be a fan. Yeah, be Absolutely. a fan. For okay. Sure. okay. Not too. I don't think you're going to have a hard I mean, I don't know. Is getting Rose Bowl tickets going to be that difficult? I don't think no. so. I don't know. No. I feel like Ohio State does travel well, but, I mean, this is the first time that Utah has gone to, like, a prominent bowl game in, what, ever? Yeah. No, not ever. No, no. Utah, in a long since, time. In a long time. Since, since, they've, since they've joined the Pac-12, they've been around. So, All right, listen, um, coming up. It is time for Big Deal or No Deal. That is right around the corner. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Speaking of big deals, it is a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. It is Sedano and Cap. DeMarco is in for Sedano, who's out on assignment with the network. I don't know if that's really true. It just kind of sounds sexy and cool. But here is Lindsay for big deal or no deal. I'm pretty sure he is really out on assignment for what it's worth <laughs> in doing an NBA game. I forget which game he is doing, but speaking of NBA... The Brooklyn Nets are the top team in the Eastern Conference, but they've been missing one of their key pieces all year. If Kyrie Irving's Instagram is any indication, that could change soon. So in an IG post, that could mean he's getting close to return, or it could mean absolutely nothing. Kyrie threw on a pair of sneakers as if he was getting ready to play. Now, the video itself, normally it wouldn't be enough to spark rumors, but the timing of it is very interesting because it was just yesterday that reports started to surface that there's renewed optimism in a potential return for Kyrie. So I'll ask you guys, is Kyrie's IG video that he posted a big deal or no deal cap? For me, it's no deal. I've become so turned off by, by, by Kyrie Irving. Um, DeMarco, I don't know if you, if you heard this or not, but my daughter, 15 years old, told me she needed new basketball shoes for her high school basketball team. Yeah. She goes to a footlocker. She comes home, and she brings these shoes, and she goes, Dad, check these out. They're so dope. And I look at them, and I'm like, they are really cool. And she goes, yeah, they're the new Kyrie's. And I went, do you know, <laughs> do you know who Kyrie Irving is and what his deal is? And she goes, no, tell me. And I go, oh, he plays for the Nets, but he doesn't play because he's a bad teammate because he refuses to do this, this, and this so that he can actually play with his team. I returned the shoes. You return the shoes? Twice, because not only did I return them and get her a new pair of really dope Zions, which, by the way, he can't play either, yeah. but <laughs> but uh, I, got, I got the wrong size Zion, so I had to go up. back a third time, dude. Wow. No kidding. Yeah, so for me, it's no deal. I'm, I'm out on Kyrie. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. This is funny. This is, uh, I think I'm hurting Laura's feelings that I'm agreeing with you so much today, but I agree with you, man. I'm kind of... Mm over the Kyrie Irving thing. So I'm sure it, it might be a big deal for some people. For me, no big deal. deal for me. Yeah, big really? deal for me. Yeah, I love Kyrie. There's a, there's a know, Cleveland he, connection. Yes, there's right. a Cleveland connection, but he's, so he's so good. He is. He's so good, and it's so amazing to watch him and KD. I know Lakers fans, like, hate that and obviously nah. I'm a you know I love the Lakers but I love watching good basketball and Kyrie and KD playing together it's like poetry well one quick question and how do you feel about the reasons he's not playing 
I mean, I don't agree with it, but at yeah. the same time, like that's his beliefs, and you know, I'm okay. not going to sit there and. It, it, it's not like he he's not doing anything to endanger the team because he's not playing. He's choosing to sit out and he's choosing to lose millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's Fair you know point. making fake vax cards or anything like some of these jerks are. Fair point. So I, yeah. I think what what'll end up happening? My guess is. I think that the Nets are going to cave and let him play road games because I don't, I don't see him, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. But well. I'm excited. I hope he comes back and I hope he's there to play for the Nets on Christmas when I go to the game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now the Nets have lost James Harden. He's in the protocol system wow. right now. So, I mean, if you're the Nets, you might be thinking to yourself, dude, we need him. Got to get him back on the floor. Wow. Maybe Cleveland has Maybe. some pride, man. Hey, you guys defend Cleveland. Cleveland. Good Cleveland Lord. is good right now, too, by the way. If we want to get into Cleveland basketball, we could do that another time, another place. But the Cavs are good. Wow. And they beat the Heat on Monday. So take that, Sedano. <laughs> all, right, all right. On to so, the next so one. So speaking of shoes and Nikes and all that stuff, Nike has signed its first name, image, and likeness sponsorship deal with a college athlete, announcing a partnership with UCLA sophomore soccer player Rylan Turner. Terms of the deal have not been disclosed, but Nike said its agreement with college athletes will include an element that connects back to their local communities. Nike and Turner are expected to partner soon with a variety of LA-based nonprofit organizations to encourage young girls to be active and participate in sports. So is Nike's somewhat surprising first NIL deal a big deal or no deal? Marco. Oh, big, 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 big deal. I think this is huge. You know, I, I think sometimes, uh, especially like here, uh, your college team has more impact on the community than the pro team uh, because the, the athletes aren't that much older than the kids in the community, and they probably they know these guys. So now that Nike has a chance to give back or get into this NIL and give back at the same time, I think this is huge. This could be a big takeover for Nike. Once again, I think this is huge. I also think this is a big deal. Now, you have to understand, though, I didn't know the name Rylan Turner. So, like, when you said it, I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. And when you tell me that it's a female soccer player uh, at UCLA who's monster. earned all these honors, yeah. Um, to me, that's the smart thing to do. I mean, anybody can go sign a star quarterback at USC, but who's going to yep. sign somebody that's really impactful? And, and look, I, I don't know who Rylan Turner is, but I'm going to go do some research because I wonder what her social media following is like right. because that's where you get the most value from these young, influential, collegiate athletes. So the fact that it's a female soccer player, I love that because I think you guys know I'm a big fan of girls' soccer. My daughter plays college soccer, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I'm also hoping she gets an NIL deal, like a really lucrative one. Anybody got one for me? Not yet. Thank you. Yeah. Is, she, oh, is she really good? Go for the robes. The robes yeah. is a great idea. I should she get her a robe the deal. Robes. Right. I'm going to yeah. get her a robe deal with an NIL thing there going go. on. That's that right. would work. That would work. <laughs> All right. Well, Juliana Pena pulled off one of the biggest upsets in MMA history to score a second round submission win over Amanda Nunes and win the UFC Bantamweight title at UFC 269 on Saturday. So Nunes, who's regarded by pretty much everybody as the best female UFC fighter ever, had entered the fight as a minus 1,000 favorite and Pena a plus 650 underdog. Of course, you know, I bet on Amanda Nunes in part of my parlay, so this kind of foiled my evening. But, you know, regardless, that's neither here nor there. 
So today, Nunes said that she undoubtedly accepts the rematch challenge from UFC President Dana White, and it's expected to take place in early 2022. Is Amanda Nunes' upset loss in UFC 269 a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to go with no deal, even though I think the most obvious answer and acceptable good answer is big deal. I watched the fight. DeMarco, I know you like boxing and and fighting. Did did you watch this fight on Saturday night? Absolutely, yes. And you know what? The the woman... um, what is the woman's name who beat Nunes? Pena. Juliana Pena. Okay, Juliana Pena. She was the American girl, and so I was kind of rooting for her. And, man, when the fight was over, she had this massive bruise on her left cheek that was protruding from her face. Mm-hmm. It was insane. But, hey, she deserved to win that fight. She went in there, did her thing. When she won, she was sitting on top of the octagon screaming and going crazy. I was so happy for her. I think we all kind of expected that, you know, Ronda Rousey was the best, and now now it's Nunez, Nunez is the best. But I like yeah, the Ronda big Rousey upset. Was never the best. No. Well, she was she was the biggest star of she the sport. She was popular. Right. She, she wasn't. Was a hype a, train. She wasn't that good. <laughs> well, yeah. She but wasn't you understand very my good. point that that I like the upset. The the Pena was absolutely deserving. Um, I just to me, it's a big deal for Pena. It's it's a big deal for for Nunez, but she deserved to win. So I'm going with no deal rather than big deal. I'll go big deal. This was akin to Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. For me, it was. Um, and the, 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 it the, was. The, the way she did it. Um, and dare I say, and I'm a big Amanda Nunez fan, I was rooting for her. I thought she was unbeatable. She knocked out Cyborg, which I thought was un, was impossible. I think she quit in the fight. Lindsay, would you agree? Well, I th- yeah, I mean Sedano that choke wasn't in, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean a did. lot of people were thinking the same thing. Like that doesn't look like yeah. the kind of chokehold that would get her to to you know to tap out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I it didn't... was just another another fight that she showed up to expecting to win, and she got completely blindsided by somebody who obviously was very very calculated and had a, like the playbook on her from from the, the get go. I didn't think anybody would stand up to her strikes, and Pena did, and she did break her. So I can't wait for the rematch to see if she can get it back. I think it's a big deal. Hey, and I'll tell you, the fight that came on after, which was the co-main event, uh, Poirier versus Oliveira, that first round where they were standing, and and really Poirier had his only one chance, which was to fight standing up and and box. Yeah. And then once Oliveira got him to the ground, that was kind of it for the next two rounds. But that was a great UFC card. I, I no really doubt. loved it on Saturday night. One point, I hope it wasn't. Al- yeah, I hope Oliveira gets to fight McGregor next because that's a big payday for him. I really yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's funny because both of those fights went the exact opposite of how most people expected them. And I think that um, Juliana Pena winning by submission was the least likely outcome right. according to Vegas. So mm. there you go. You never I loved know. it. It was great. Great night of fighting. Uh, if you love UFC, if you love mixed martial arts, and I know a lot of people are like, "Ooh, I don't want to watch these women beat each other up." I they're just athletes to me. I love it. Would you fight Amanda Nunes for a million bucks? <laughs> um, I would. For a million I kind of would like, yeah. actually. Yeah. Give me the there's, money. There's no way. <laughs> Tough. There's no way. 
You have she, no idea. She would hurt you. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt she'd hurt me. Bad. Yeah, but, but I would go in the way Michael Spinks went in against uh, Tyson. This is going deep backwards. But, I mean, honestly, he looked at Tyson. He was scared. Tyson threw a punch, never touched him, and he went down. That's what I would do. Wow. Dude, for real, you know you're going to lose. Like, I know I would get my butt what so bad. So my thing is, like, let me just get the money. Just hit me. I'll, I'll let you, like, just wherever you want. And then I'll be like, I'm done. That's it. One, uh, one, one. Right. And if you crack my ribs, so be it. And if I <laughs> okay, get a concussion, nah, I mean, that's fine, I, too. Mm, I, I, I'd put up a good fight. I wouldn't. I ain't gonna lie. Huh? I, I see you, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, you'd actually no. go in looking for the win, huh? Listen, I used to get red-carded from my soccer games because I had a temper, a bad temper. I got I got arrested in the middle of my school cafeteria for beating up a boy. What? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, got, oh, I've yeah. got, like, a very uh, angry streak to me. I'm a good girl, so don't mess with her. Mm-mm. Don't mess with me. Wow. All right, you got one more for us? I do have one more. Uh, three men in Queensland, Australia, have told how they encountered an apparent Bigfoot as they traveled home from work, leaving them terrified. They said that they spotted the slouched-over figure under a streetlight, and when the figure noticed them, it turned in the other direction. The men described the mysterious figure as having very long arms and an ape-like face. Uh, they said, we initially thought it was a boar or a really big animal until we got closer and saw it run off in a very ape-like way. I've never really had a paranormal or strange experience like that before, but I hardly slept that night. The feeling was overwhelming that I had seen something that I never believed in previously. Uh, is this possible Bigfoot sighting in Australia a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? I'll say it, uh, no deal. Why does this stuff always happen like thousands of miles from us you know what i mean happens here too Why happens could, here all the time has there been a bigfoot sighting in like watts or compton no see what i mean mm, no i mean they live in the woods right see i need i need something closer to me so i can believe it so that's that's a no deal for me you're yeah, out no on deal for okay. me too I, I i'm not buying bigfoots you know like like i am big bigfoots have been spot have been spotted for you know ever. 50 years and no one ever gets a good photo no one gets a good video and and how could bigfoot in today's day and age really be that off the radar that we don't have one in captivity Thank that we can you. study come on give me a break because there's only like three of them in the world what's the life expectancy of a bigfoot <laughs> i don't know These things but there's forever? not many of them left they're definitely extinct for the most part like technically speaking hmm I don't know. I'm not buying Bigfoots. Nope, not at all. All right, there you go. That's big deal or no deal. And just remember, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000. Did I say that fast enough for everybody? 1-800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, coming up. DeMarco, I haven't asked you. I have a small pizza dilemma I'd like to run by you. And then... I'd like to talk to you about the 10 best Christmas songs of all time. I'm sure you'll have an opinion about that. We'll get there coming up. We'll wrap it up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, DeMarco Farr is in for George Sedano today. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hey, uh, DeMarco, I want to try and fit in a couple of things here in this final segment. All right. I got to throw something by you. Tell me what you think about this. So Saturday night, a friend of mine says, hey, um, why don't you come over? We'll, uh, we'll hang out. We'll watch the fights. I said, okay, great. I will. I said, um, hey, if you don't mind, why don't you stop at this pizza shop down the road for me and uh, pick up a few pies? I said, be my pleasure. So I walk into this place, and they sell pizza by the slice, okay? Mm-hmm. So I walk in, and I'm like, yo, I need to get like three pizzas, you know? And I don't want to stand around and wait, so I'll take that one, that one, and that one. Nice. And they were, they were all pizzas that were already ready. They were cooked. They were ready to go. But they were there for slices, right? Yeah. So I look up at the uh, at the pricing, and it's like eighteen dollars for this everything pizza, and it was like eighteen dollars for this meatball pizza, blah blah blah, eighteen bucks. They charged me thirty three dollars per pie. Thirty three bucks a pie. Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Because the pizzas that I walked in, and I said I'll take that, that, and that. Those pizzas were cooked to be slice pizzas. They charge you by the slice. Right. So wow. they so they charged me for eight slices <laughs> times three. And so it turned out to be a $33 pizza rather than an $18 pizza. Wow. And I thought to myself, did these guys just gouge me? Yes. Or should I just respect their business and go, no, they made those for slices. And even though they were full and sitting there and nobody had bought a slice yet, they could have just given it to me for the price and made a new one, the eighteen bucks instead of thirty three bucks. I got I got taken for like fifty dollars. Yeah, they straight up gouged you. Did you you actually paid for it? You did? Oh yeah, I just paid for it. I was like, okay. Why didn't I mean, you like reverse course when you when they told you the price? Um, because I didn't have like a backup pizza place to go to, and oh. I really wanted to get there for the fights. Yeah. Okay, well they got you. Well you yeah, gouged yourself me. then. Yeah. Yeah. You know you didn't have to pay that. You shouldn't have paid that for that pizza. I was know, it good? It, it was great. Oh, okay. Well, you know, sometimes great. you overpay for good food. Yeah. Just wasn't enough of it, though, because, you know, there were other people there, and they were all grabbing at this pizza, and I was, like, looking at it going, that's a $5 slice right there. Okay, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you came home empty-handed without pizza, I, I I, really would be upset. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't have a backup <laughs> plan, I would. All right, so I did get gouged by these guys. Yep. I wasn't sure if I was looking at it all wrong. I was like, nah, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Nah, you got gouged. Yeah, right. but you, sometimes right. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yep, you're right. All right, DeMarco, um, you like Christmas music? Do you like feeling like you're in the, the holiday spirit? I do. I love Christmas music. Okay, Linz, how about you? Are you, a, are you a Christmas music kind of person? I'm a fan. Um, I'm not so much of a fan when they start playing it the day after Halloween, but generally ah. speaking, yes. Have yourself <laughs> a very Christmas. Yeah, I love that song. Go ahead. USA Today has come out with the 10 best Christmas songs of all time. Ooh, lay them on me. All right. Uh, at number 10, Laura, I think we have it here. Christmas wrapping. Here it is. This is a terrible Christmas song. That's top 10? I've never even heard it. Horrible. Yes, you have. I've never even heard this Me before. Me neither. Nope. That's top 10. You probably 10. have during the well, the chorus. It's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. No, I re- I'd remember. Mm. No, no. Yeah. All right, this is what they call 10. an industry plant. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's number nine, according to USA Today. Number nine, best Christmas song ever, What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's yep. low. Yep. Too low for this? Like number nine, I think that's low. 
It's top yeah, 10. It's probably top five. In the it's world. top five. I think it's top five. I'm yeah. with Lindsay. I like it. Okay. All right. Here's number eight. This is Kelly Clarkson's version of All I Want for Christmas is You. I mean, I like Kelly Clarkson. Song. She's she's cool. I mean, she's fine, right? Didn't Mariah Carey do one? No? Am I wrong? Well, maybe she's higher up on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does All, all I Want for Christmas is You. Maybe it's just called, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Here's number seven. Yeah. Andy Williams. I mean, going old school here. Oh, it's yeah. the most wonderful time of the year. This makes me want to shop. <laughs> right. This is you're in a shopping mall. Yeah. You're about to sit on Santa's lap the whole deal. Right. I'm tired. I'm yeah. carrying bags. Right. They won't leave the mall. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's number six. Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Mm. This is I'm home. Yeah. Fire going. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, you're wearing a sweater in the house. Yep. Probably a go. pair of corduroy pants. Or yep. you're Kirkland boots. <laughs> right. And your right. robe. My Kirkland fugs. And your robe. Right. Standing up next to the fireplace. When yeah. do you stand up next to the fireplace? <laughs> Only when this song is on. <laughs> All right. Here's number five. Uh, this is Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, yeah. 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 You know this one? Yeah. All right. This Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. You can actually work out to this. This gets you going. I know. It's a Christmas song, but it jams. Yeah, once it gets going. Yeah, yeah like jams. we're all waiting for it to yep. jam. <laughs> <laughs> we're all waiting for it to jam. Come on, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Jam, dude. Yeah, see? This jams. There we go. Yeah. Tell me you couldn't, like, Peloton to this. Oh, dude. Yeah. I would love to have Alex Toussaint put this in Club Bangers. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. Yeah, I know this song now. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, here's number four. You mentioned it. All I Want for Christmas is You from Mariah Carey. Yep. Everyone knows this one. You guys should see Laura right now. <laughs> she likes this one. Oh, she just turned into Mariah Carey over here. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. God, I love her voice. All right, we're going to run out of time. Here's number three, Nat King Cole, the Christmas song, Merry Christmas to You. Here's Nat King Cole, number three. Dude, come on. Come on. This is the song you play when the kids go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, a minute to go. Here's, here's number two. I can't believe this is number two. Last Christmas what? by Wham. the song? Yeah. Not number no? two. No. no, I don't think this is a number two. No. You guys Maybe hate like George 10. Michael? No, I didn't say that. But that, no. It's just very shopping mall-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very 80s. Yeah. yeah. And here's the number one Christmas song according to USA Today. Christmas time is here. Wow. We'll take this one on the way out. Hey, DeMarco, it's great to be with you. Yes, what a sir. win last night by the Rams. What a great day to hang out with you and talk about it. Really appreciate you, man. Always Thank you so fun. Much. Let's get 10, Rams fans. Let's get to 10. That's a good point. That's exactly right. Lindsay, Laura, I will see you in studio on Thursday. To all the 710 listeners, we appreciate you guys being here. We're off tomorrow because the Lakers play the Mavericks, but we're back on Thursday. Until then, peace out, everybody.